What up, nerds? TJ and Scott here with the Raising Nerds podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than a brand new Marvel series. Yeah. Undisputably. Yep. <laughs> so what did you think of Hawkeye? I liked it. I really liked it. I'm super intrigued. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. I, I laughed a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. I, I walked in very ready to for whatever they wanted to show me. Yeah. And it was so funny. Yeah. Uh, at first I had a hard time because she's supposed to be this amazing martial artist. Right. Bow archer, you know, just incredibly skilled. Like kind of a ding dong. And a total ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, as we were talking about it last time, it's, yeah, but that's... That's what makes her what funny. she is. She doesn't have friends. No. So that totally makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty... The the very end when they're like, where is Kate Bishop? Kate Bishop is <laughs> it's like I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> she falls in the sink. Hey, they, oh, hey, look, I found her. <laughs> I laughed so Those hard. guys are f- the Russians. The tracksuit mafia. Yeah, they were funny. And then his wife is like, those idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was nice though. It's like okay, he he told his wife about what he did. Oh yeah, and he didn't keep her. I have nothing but nothing but respect for yeah. Hawkeye. I'm like, I love how they, you know, they still show that relationship. Because at first I was like, oh no, is it like trouble with mom? Is that why it's just him and the kids? And then she calls and she's like, hey, I miss you. It's like, oh, okay, they're. Oh well, no, they're totally fine. They just, they're just. They needed time. to be separated at the beginning to give him just a little bit of extra angst having yes. to go back with the kids. Otherwise, yeah. he'd just run off with her, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be as big of a deal. But it's really cool. It's like, okay, and then he... Because his kids obviously don't know. No, but, they don't know he was like his, Oh, his by the way, spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah, spoilers for Hawkeye. <laughs> but she knows. She knows everything that he did. Maybe not details, but he, she knows that he was Ronan. And that he did things. Well, well yeah, I would he, assume. she doesn't know how he killed every yeah, single I sta- person. And I stabbed this dude in the face. Yeah, but... She knows what he did. He did a lot of dark cool. stuff, and she probably sat down with him. And they have, oh my gosh, they are, they are like the perfect relationship. Yeah, I can't even begin to understand. Now that. that I know who she is, all I can hear is Velma. What? Because she's Velma is from she the Velma live from action the... Scooby Doo. <laughs> she's Velma. I never saw so that. <laughs> now that when I heard her talking, I'm like, oh, I'll, I can just hear Velma. That's all I can hear. <laughs> he married Velma. There you go. He did. Same universe. Yep. Uh, Scooby-Doo's a mutant dog. He is. <laughs> oh yep. my gosh, that's hilarious. But, I yeah, it. no, it, it, I liked it. I thought it was really good. It was fun. You know, it's not... It doesn't feel like they're trying to force anything. It's just... No. And I had I had a little bit of an issue, but at the same time didn't, with his hearing aids. Yeah. I, I'm intrigued. I'm like... It, that feels like hot. I love his explanation. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, well, you went what hearing aids? <laughs> How'd that I can't happen? tell. Just the flashback of all the times. <laughs> all the times things have exploded. They're hard to thrown say, into really. something. It's like, yeah, an average person is going to have some uh, <laughs> prolonged damage from that. You know, we see these superheroes that nothing happens oh, yeah. to them. It's like, There's no, no Hawkeye, his body is definitely getting a toll taken on it because of the stuff that he's been doing, which is really cool. It's like, oh, that's why he's so relatable. You I, know? I think it was Endgame. I think it was that explosion. Yeah. And getting caught down Probably. below. Probably. 
after that. I think that was a big deal. Yeah. No, yeah, it's really cool because it's... (laughs) I thought it was interesting, um, and I know they're different contrasts, but it just entered my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to be too political. Sure, sure, sure. But he gets free meals, he gets free this because he's Hawkeye. Yeah. Yet in uh, Captain... uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Sam rarely got things. He talked about how they did get, you know, generous things and stuff. Yeah, um, right. But at least when he was asking for a loan, the guy's like, no, I can't do that. Um, right. But it, so it was nice to see Which the other side. I, I understood. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I, if he asked There's me for a, difference a loan, between, it's like, yeah, it's like, how are you going to pay me back? Yeah. <laughs> so, and the other dude, it's, like, it's just, it's just, you know, dinner it just or... Sense. It's, right, it's, and it's at a restaurant. Yeah, right, and it, they're not comping the meal for like a huge no. three hundred person guest. Exactly, thing. it's one table, but pricey, I'm sure. Yes, and he was embarrassed by that. Yeah, which he was I, severely. Embarrassed. I, I I enjoyed seeing his embarrassment to his fame. Yes, when people were always too. like, "Oh, it's Hawkeye." He's kind of like, oh. "I'm interested to see how it goes because Kate really told him off about it. Like, you're you're an icon. You're." You bring hope to people. Yeah. He's like, I don't really do that. She's like, but you do. Like, whether Marketing. or not you're in Dunning, dude. What? Marketing. Marketing. Yeah, that's no, seriously. I'm not trying to sell anything. And she's like, well, that's your problem. It's like, that's not a problem. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's, it's not a bug, it's a feature. <laughs> but it was cool how, you know, we got yeah. to see the people doing generous things to him. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed that. But I even thought about it. I was like, yeah, was the thing is, it's with Hawkeye, like, he is, for most people, when compared to the other guys, could be forgettable. You know? Yeah. Because he's an average person with a bow and arrow. Yeah. And and so to see him still have to kind of <laughs> dodge people, and it's... it's see, Hawkeye, Hawkeye was my favorite superhero until Star-Lord came out. Yeah. And then Star-Lord was my favorite, because he was awesome. <laughs> so funny. And then it switched back to Hawkeye once we heard, you know, where Star-Lord came from, how he has this innate ability. Yeah. Basically a, a god. Yeah. It's like, oh, another one of these. He's not anymore. No. Um, and I still enjoy him, but yeah. then it, was, it quickly went back to Hawkeye, because Hawkeye's a dude. Yeah. He's not only a dude, he's a family man. The city is flying... There's an army of robots. And I have a bow and arrow. I have a bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah, nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. I love that. <laughs> and here he is talking to somebody who we, you know, know later is one of the most powerful beings on the planet. Yeah, who could single handedly take Thanos. Yeah. And uh <laughs> just no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and here he is, a human, fallible just mortal human trying to talk her into going out and helping. Yeah. And I I like how they even they address that in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Where his wife is like, you know, they do need My you. biggest fear is not that they don't need you, it's that they do. Yep. And sting it. I love Hawkeye again. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I I love Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not just oh he's my favorite, it's like no, he is he is the best yeah. Avenger. Because it's not all, it's not about selling. It's not about marketing. No. He is called upon to save the world, and he does it. Yep. He saved Natasha. He did. He was supposed to kill her. Yep. He gave her a chance. Yeah, he did. Because he's just a good person. I would love person. to see that, that, that 
That should have been Black Widow. Oh, yeah. That should have been Black Widow. I would have loved to have seen that. But I was like, what kind of a gun makes that uh, bow and arrow? Like, and that's all you're going to say about like those three scratch marks in the wall? That's it? That oh, it was a bow and arrow. Like, can, I, can we see that, please? <laughs> I freaking love that. But, yeah. So, yeah. I, I really enjoy him. I like to see how he's tired. You know, he's... <laughs> he's just so tired. <laughs> it's, he's tired. He's getting all these... And Jeremy Renner on top of it is just so cool. Yeah. You know, I, I can separate the art from the artist in a lot of ways. Like, I still like Michael Jackson music, even though he's a horrible person. Right. Um, there are other actors that have done horrible things. I'm like, ah, oh, well, yeah, they did a good job on this. You know, exactly. It's tainted, but... I like them as... A, still I like their them. character that they portrayed. Right. They might be, eh, but... Oh, yeah, Mark Ruffalo is a... <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot anyway, and it, uh, but if you learn how to separate it out it, you can make your life very enjoyable yes and it is nice when but it's nice know, when you don't have to do yeah that. you don't have to you're like oh they're actually a very cool person yeah. in real life too I'm trying to think too, yeah. just telling me about he is him. Hawkeye yeah it was. it's that interview with the head of Captain Marvel where they're like how do you feel about the platform that you have and the fame you have about about putting out good messages and Captain Marvel like oh oh yeah you have to it's the best thing in the world you're, you're, you got to have a responsibility to these people and and Hawkeye's like no nah, I don't think so <laughs> I don't think that's my job <laughs> no my job is to pretend and to act which is act. him yeah which is Hawkeye, Hawkeye. yeah it's like, oh no, I'm not marketing. No, that's no, not my thing. No. I got <laughs> casted for this role and I played it, and yeah. that's it. And the people... fact that he's he's a loving husband, faithful, yeah, to his wife. Because um, I mean, he spent how much? How, how often? That that is super cool. Because yeah, how long did he? You know, around the world. There were times, at least they were talking about, where he was at least in Black Widow for days. Him and Tasha are stuck up somewhere. Yeah, together. Yeah, she's sterile, so there's not going to be any consequences if yeah, they did anything. Yeah, totally non-consequence. Wow. And he was still. But she was his friend, which I loved that his daughter brought that up. Yeah. Like, she, they, everybody her, loved but her, she but she was your best friend. friend. I was like, yeah. Yeah, but, and yeah, I, think, and I think she got that. I think Natasha understood that. Yeah. And I think it was because she had tested it. Maybe. She had probably tried to seduce him at some point. Yep. And it wasn't even a temptation. Whatever. Oh, heck no. I've already got the best woman in the world. Exactly. You're nothing. And she got it. She understood it. And it it was to that point where uh, she also became friends with Hawkeye's wife as well. The whole family, yeah. She's like... The whole family. They all know her as aunt. (laughs) She's aunt to them. Freaking Nathaniel. Yeah. Trade's named after (laughs) him. Trade. How's it going, Natasha? Uh, Nathaniel. Traitor. <laughs> Traitor. Oh, gosh. That whole dynamic is just so cool because he saved her life. Yeah. He saved Natasha's life. They became friends. They became partners. But there was never that temptation. And uh, props to him for doing that. Yeah. Because that's not something that happens in normal life. No, no, it's not. That that's the that's his superpower right there. That is. It's his faithfulness. Yeah, because I mean, you know, Natasha's not ugly. 
Oh, yeah, I'm sure you, you know? look terrible in a bikini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I buy a bikini body. Yeah, I'm sure you look terrible in a bikini. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that one little scar. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting in the first Avengers when uh, Loki is, like, hinting at it. Like, you know, oh, is this love? Like, you're the whole balance of your world yeah. and you're going to care about this one man. And so people are like, oh, do they like they like each other? It was like, no, they're just best friends. Yeah, it's very hard to do. But it's all, I think it's also because Natasha is so cold. Yeah. She's like, she lets Bruce in and gets burned again. And so there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... Anyway, but yeah, it's... Gosh dang it. Super man, stuff. man, I start reminding myself of all the other stuff that Hawkeye's been in and about. Freaking. I just Endgame. love how, like... With him and him and Natasha on that ledge, it just it oh. builds us so much more. Yeah, it does. And the gosh, fact I didn't even think about that watching the show, watching him, watching her up there, and oh, she's gone. Oh, you were there. Yeah, I, I've you watched, watched her die. Oh, I that, forgot that exchange of <laughs> oh, them fighting to to sacrifice, sacrifice themselves. Gosh, it and I I didn't know what was going to happen. Neither I really did didn't. I. I was like, w- which that one was is the it coolest thing in the world in, in the, uh, ever? <laughs> is watching that and not knowing. Yeah, I'm just gonna take this, and I just if it was uh, the one complaint I have is they I, I looked it up and it is a little bit faster. So you have the Thanos and Gamora scene, uh-huh. and then you have the Hawkeye and and uh, Natasha, and the, they sped it up just a little bit. Interesting. Just just by a, just by a few seconds, that that scene of her dying and then him getting the stone. And I think they should have left it at least the that, same. That because it was such length, a big moment. Yeah. Uh, gosh, it hurt my heart. Yeah, but that was, was the point. Such a good moment. It was could, so cool, though. And that's the problem I have with these new movies. I don't feel that yet. Shang-Chi did a great job of getting me there. Because now I care about... I can't remember who Aquafina plays. <laughs> She's Aquafina. Kate. Okay. It's not Kate. Kate. Wait. Is it? Katie. Katie, it's Katie. yes. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Thank you. Katie. But Katie and Sean. <laughs> but if something were to happen to one of them in another movie, I would feel it. Uh-huh. Because they didn't just build up the sacrifice in one movie. It's going to build to that. Right. Um, man, I, oh, I would feel that. I would feel that if Katie gave the, gave her life yeah. to save Sean for something. Or if she got dusted or something. I, I'd feel that. Yeah. Real. For real. Oh, man. <laughs> so they're getting there. Yeah. They're getting there. They can get there if they do it right. Yep. I heard Eternals is is the worst performing Marvel movie. Is it still? Oh, I've heard that before. <laughs> so uh, it st- still is. So thankfully, hopefully they get the hint. And hopefully they get the right hint. <laughs> yeah. About why I'm it's, not watching it. It's funny. I, I When I asked you to, you know, rate your top five like fandoms, fandoms yeah, yeah 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 uh, the that. more I thought about it the more I was like with like Eternals coming out uh, hopefully we'll see what Hawkeye does and Spider-Man but it's like Marvel's moving lower on that list uh, they I, are I used to be like you know what could I pick between Marvel and Star Wars it's like well, I don't know yeah, if we, I could we talked but about now it, it goes down like three episodes three things it's like I there are other things that I would do over Marvel not just Star Wars now to say, yeah, it's okay. And I wonder if it's just because there's so much. It feels like it's just... 
being drawn out and then they start pushing things and I think that's what it is now they're like okay we have this fan base now we can start pushing agendas it's like oh yeah I don't think I'm here to see your political view um, actually we can I'm here to see (laughs) the movie which and maybe maybe I like Hawkeye because he's a very conservative uh, viewpoint but I'm enjoying it the first two episodes they've been great and it's so fantastic and this girl is like his his kid's age. Yeah. And so he's like, no, you got to get out of this. You don't want to be part of this. And he freaks out about the suit because he thought he'd never have to deal with that. Um, his past is coming back. What do you think of the retracting blade now? I thought it was so cool. I thought it Honestly, was really cool, was like... but it doesn't make sense. No, but it was cool. It makes it more I, like it a lightsaber. It is. It is. So I'm like, down, is, down. But part of it, part of the stuff for me is I would love to get a replica of that sword. And now you can't because you can't get retractable. No, you can't, it's not going to be retractable. It's not real anymore. It's true. And what I loved about Hawkeye is, for the most part, you could suspend your disbelief. Everything could be real. Even his weird quiver that could put the arrows on different stuff. Yeah. The different heads. Like, possible. It. It would be a lot heavier than just a little quiver there. Yes. It. Uh, where's the battery? What? How are we doing this thing? How many heads does it hold? All that stuff. But it was believable. It like was I could believe more than flying I, I around with a magic hammer. Than flying around with a magic hammer. Or throwing or, a shield that comes back to you. Or a sword that comes out of a handle this big and the sword is this long. Well, they, it, it was chunk. It was in segments. Was it, though? Yeah. Because there are no breaks in the blade, and that's what bugs me. If there were breaks in the blade, what's one that did that? There was a show that did that, where it came out of the handle, but it folded out. Uh, Star Trek. Yes. When he pulls out a sword. That <laughs> worked for me. That was cool. Because it showed you how it did it. Yeah. It's like, well, we don't really have anything that can do that in yeah. our world. But maybe we'll get there one day. It's yeah. a futuristic show. I thought, I I thought it was. It went down into segments. Uh, when I watched it, it almost seemed like the top of it came out and then the bottom flipped down. It was. It, it was like a shink shink. I'm analyzing it too much because I I, I love stuff that's real. <laughs> I love stuff that could be real. And when it retracted, I was like, whoa! And it came out. I'm like, whoa! Oh. <laughs> But then it, so I, I guess, stuck it on is the awesome. wall. Like, yeah. Okay. I on I well, liked I, that sword before. And I now built I like Thor's hammer. I'm I have right. a design for Cap's shield that I haven't actually built yet, but I have it, and I can't build that. That can never exist for me. Um, but honestly, though, like I've never bought a sword before. But if I could buy the Ronin sword, yeah. Oh I'd, yeah. I'd probably save up for that. <laughs> That's a yeah. pretty sick sword. Save up for doing. Two of them. Uh huh. Save up for two of them. Give one to Aaron. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really liking it. Hawkeye is my favorite Avenger. I mean, I, yeah. I love Iron Man, yeah. but he definitely wasn't a good person. But Hawkeye is all around. He's always been a good he's guy. Always good. I just, I, I, he always does things that are relatable. Like when he's trying to get Wanda out of the place. He's like. <laughs> I knew I should have stretched. It's like, that is so true. Uh, I knew I if I go to play, like, <laughs> football or something, it's like, I have to stretch. Oh, yeah. If I don't, I'm going to pull something. Yeah. Or uh, when Quicksilver runs away. 
<laughs> he pulls like, his arm. No one would no one know. Would, no. I don't know. I saw him fighting an ultra. I don't know what happened. <laughs> he just starts jogging. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh my gosh, Hawkeye's so great. And he's standing on the ship. He's like, all right, we're good here. We're good here. And he looks over and he sees a kid crying. He's like, ah, oh, gosh dang it. Yeah. <laughs> Jog's over. <laughs> yeah. Just... All right. Okay, one Nobody's more. He's gonna get him. I'll get him. I'll get. I'll, it's okay. Let I got it. Know. I got it. I, I know. It. I always get it. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. And, and he's the, he's one of the only ones that can't fly. Yeah. So like everybody else is flying around doing stuff, and he's like, I I gotta take the boat, guys. <laughs> like I can't even help with this. <laughs> I'm on the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh! Great, yeah. No, I'm super excited just for the next episode. It's it's a it's a funny ride. Yeah. Honestly, it gave me some Home Alone vibes, quite a bit. But yeah. I think it might just be the New York Christmas. Uh, it might be it. That's probably what it is. But it's good stuff. Anyway, yeah, yeah you would mention the uh, yeah yeah the mom. Oh, she's evil. I I think she killed the dad. I, I can't trust her. No. Because, uh, spoiler alert for Godzilla, King of Monsters. Is she a bad She's thing? a psychopath who believes that the resurrecting one? the monsters will bring order to the world. <laughs> so I see yeah, her and I go, crazy lady. No, crazy lady. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't trust her as an actress. I feel bad because I was like, I can't differentiate between those two movies. I see her really? face. Really? I'm like, psychopath. Nope. She, she well, resurrected King Ghidorah, which is... Dumb move. Yeah, you don't resurrect that thing. He's scary. Yeah. Three heads? Mm-mm. <sighs> so, yeah, I don't trust yeah, her. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> right. I'm going to. Anyway, so, I don't yeah. trust her. So, if there's yeah. like, oh, surprise, I'm bad. I'm like, well, yeah, you are. You're a psychopath. Yeah, no. There's there's just too many hints. Yeah. Um, the fact that the girl is calling for her dad and her mom isn't there at all. Like, yeah, they're just gone. Yeah, that was weird. Um, and then it's not until she runs through the entire house and then goes into the destroyed room and sees the giant hole in the wall yeah. that she finally is like, oh, there's my mom suddenly. Did she kill him? <laughs> Possible. I think so. Um, I think she killed him because they were fighting about stuff. And, yeah. And uh, I think it got out of control. Maybe she seized an opportunity. Yep. She's obviously lying to Kate. When she's like, In "Why is she place. threatening you?" She's I have like, no idea. I have no idea. Like, you, you, yeah, definitely. We, we do. know what was going on because he's talking to you, not like. Yeah, her sincerity just seems fake, forced. Yeah, when she's like, oh. which is good, which is actually really good for the actress. Yeah, if that's what's intended. If yeah. that's not what's intended, she really sucks. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's just like, not like, trustworthy. Oh, I'm sorry. I wish I would have told you. I I wanted to tell you first. Like, then you should have done it at the apartment. Yeah, like ten minutes oh, ago. Oh, hey, here we I mean, go. I know stuff's moving forward, but it's like, yeah, isn't this something that you're about to go to a social event where people know? Uh-huh. You're seeing your daughter for the first time in a long time. Let's sit down. We need to have a discussion. Plus, she said, "Can you come over here first? She's like, oh, "I'm gonna stop off at my apartment, and then I'll come by." She's like, oh, "Can you come over here first? I'm like, "Okay." She's gonna tell him. In my head, I'm like, "She's gonna tell her that she's gonna get remarried." Yeah. That's what's going to happen. She showed up. Didn't happen. I'm like, all right, that's weird. And then the guy shows up like, here it is. And she's like, we'll talk later. I'm like, there was, that. that's where you're supposed to tell it. So it's like, you seem not so invested in your daughter as you may be trying to portray. No. 
So uh, even when she was having a hard time, when uh, the dad went and talked to her, not the mom. Do you want me to talk to her? Who are you kidding? Like, we know who you want to go talk to. Her. Although she did, she didn't make her the food, and she's playing around with her. I I don't know. It's 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 so. That's hard the hard to part too, because she did. She was playful at that point. Yeah. Gosh. But it was like, uh, yeah. What do you do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm still uh, still waiting to see what yeah. what becomes of the mom. Yeah, but like you say, I just can't trust her. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's a legitimate question. Yeah. At the end of this la- the last episode when the new lady showed up, I'm like I hope I'm not supposed to recognize her from anything. Oh yeah. She right? seems someone like she's important. So mm. when you're like, "Nope," I'm like, "Okay, good." Um now, oh, I, I was going to bring this up when we were talking about Hawkeye and his uh, hearing aid. Uh, that's actually a comic thing. Is it? Yes. Uh, and the only reason I know that is because there was a, a, a kid. Uh, sorry, just a second. I'm going to blow my nose. <laughs> All right, so the reason I, I want to bring that up, the only reason I know about the, the hearing aids for Hawkeye is that there was a young boy who was mentally handicapped, but he also had hearing and vision problems. And he had to wear these these gigantic hearing aids. Uh, not quite cochlear implants, but like Close. massively. Okay. Massive things. And he just wouldn't wear them because superheroes don't wear them. Because he loved Marvel Comics. Uh-huh. And his mom would get him the comics and everything, and he wouldn't wear them because he wanted to be a superhero. Um and uh, so his giant hearing aid, he called it his blue ear, because it was this big old blue contraption. Uh-huh. Um, so what Marvel ended up, so his mom contacted Marvel and asked them if they if they had any superheroes that had uh, hearing aids or any disabilities like that. And they're like, yeah, we do. So they not only sent him the comic of Hawkeye when he has to have hearing aids, but then they made an entirely new superhero called Blue Ear. For this kid, nice, and so that he so that he could, he would wear his hearing aid. Interesting, <laughs> that's cool. It's so and that's and I sat down. I'm like, this is why I like Marvel better than DC. I think is because they do crap like that, <laughs> right? Like, you occasionally will see people from like DC and Aquaman, especially Chase Momoa. He's all up about he's all about that. Um, those guys, Gal Gadot is another big humanitarian person. Uh-huh. Um, they'll go out and meet people, but. Uh, Marvel has been doing it forever. That's the studio that does it, you know, not necessarily <laughs> yeah. like Jason Momoa goes out to see people. It's exactly. like Marvel makes a Marvel, comic. Yeah, they made a comic for this kid. Uh, they get they work with Robert Downey Jr. and a prosthetics place to get this kid who lost his arm or doesn't have an arm to get him a freaking Iron Man so cool <laughs> armored arm <laughs> prosthetic so cool it's like what the crap man it's <laughs> so cool those are the kind of things that I think uh, make me overlook a lot of garbage yeah it's like yeah okay yeah you're doing all this crap but you know every once in a while you, you just really knock it out of the park with something cool and uh, so yeah yeah, we were, uh, so yeah, you'd mentioned that we were talking about our favorite fandoms today, just <laughs> briefly. Yeah. That was really fun. Uh, so you kept mentioning other fan bases <laughs> that I totally spaced. I'm at work, so I'm not thinking about everything right, right now. Uh, but as I'm sitting there, I'm like... I, I knew you would. I was like, the minute he sees 
Lord of the Rings. He's oh, like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. So you're like, so random text is like, top five fandoms go. So I'm like, Star Wars, Marvel, Batman, Fifth Element, Willow. I know not. they don't all have actual fandoms, but I know them. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I like Star Wars, Legend of Zelda, Marvel, Starcraft, Pokemon. I'm like, ah, oh, oh, that's right. Man, I knew I'd forget one. Starcraft is a good one. Top ten, I'm like, Dune, I definitely like Dune. Harry Potter, Pirates of the Caribbean's fun. And then just like Disney animated stuff. I, I like the Disney animated stuff. And then you're like... All right, Star Wars, Legend of Zelda, Marvel, Starcraft, Avatar, The Last Airbender. I'm like, oh, freaking crap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I love Avatar. But then your Pokemon, I'm like, yeah, Pokemon, I get that. Lord of the Rings, what the? <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> How did I freaking forget Lord of the Rings? Yeah. I watch that religiously, like, every six months. Right. <laughs> the Batman, DC, Jurassic Park, and then Tron somewhere, but... Yeah, yeah it's, hard to, it's hard to think... <laughs> we're not gonna get anything. I'm sure I didn't mention any that you were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> no, young grasshopper. Know. You, you know what? <laughs> this is what you want. <laughs> yeah. You know, know what you want. Luigi knows what you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh, I'm thinking about all the others too. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of things that I like to dabble in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zelda's cool. It's interesting. I've never played any of the games or That's anything. It's unfortunate. Um, because... Kiara asked me about it today. Oh, yeah? yeah I gave Did her the you? whole Breath of the Wild's timeline. <laughs> Which, in the beginning, I'm like, how much do you want to know? She's like, I am very interested in this story. I'm like, okay, let's go. And then I was like, all right, this is this, this is... Which was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely lean towards stuff that has more technology in it. Yeah. Like, I've listened to the Halo series and how it came to be... I like the lore behind it. Uh-huh. Um, I found a guy who does uh, make-believe stuff in other universes and right. in his own universe, and he redid the First Order oh. into an amazingly good and effective organization. Interesting. He also talked about how the Republic was was doomed to fail since its inception after the fall of the Empire. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> uh and he's actually the reason why I built the droid starfighters is because that's what he talked about. He said personnel would be a hard thing to get, so they would obviously go back to droids. Huh. Because they're cheaper to manufacture. They're a very good occupation force. Even though they're not the best fighters, they provide a presence yeah. that you need. Even if you know they're not effective necessarily in combat. But One's not effective in combat, but 100... Yes. Ineffective exactly. droids is effective. Is effective, yep. Oh my gosh. Which is what, that's what, uh, why Rex gets mad at Ezra. He's like, they're just dumb droids. He's like, they're gonna, they overpower you by number. Yeah. They can kill anybody with enough numbers. Um, that's what the Zerg do. That's what the Empire did with the TIE Fighters. That is and what that's the what Zerg do. the uh, Separatists did with the droids. Yeah. That's how they overcame yeah. Jedi. That's how they overcame everything. It was cheap and tons of them yeah so cheap numbers (laughs) we can't hit very well so if we have a ton of people trying to hit that target one is going to hit it it. yeah you put one clone he can hit a target at 200 yards or whatever but guess what 300 droids can hit that same target too (laughs) yeah and if it's one clone against 300 droids he can hit 
one of those droids, but one of the droids is going to hit him. Now he's gone. Yep. And he's way <laughs> more expensive than those droids. Oh, gosh. I wonder if someone's that ever done the math. Nuts. What's the difference? How much in relation to one clone is one battle droid worth? What's the difference in, in yeah, cost? It takes at least 10 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. you got to imagine may- nine Seven maybe, years. If you push because it. I want to say that uh, in the first Clone Wars episode, Rex is technically 15 years old. Is it 15? Really? Yeah. 15 actual years or 15... 15 equivalent. actual years. So maybe he's the equivalent of... Is it 15 or is Ahsoka 15? It's, it's, he's a teenager in yeah. time that has gone by. So yeah, it takes at least 10 years. Droids, they're done. Like, yeah, immediate. Go. So it's. I wonder if there's a ratio, if anyone's looked up or Gosh. done that math. I, I thought about that. Like when we watch the Battle of Geonosis and we see clones just getting white, wasted, I'm like... That is so much That's money. ten years of work, man. Gone. Just gone. You're done. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, no wonder. Yeah. Oh. And they're and the whole thing was so Palpatine could figure out whether or not he wanted to use clones or, or droids. Droids, and he ended up using neither. <laughs> well, like, wait, up, why am I making? He ended troops? up using both. Conscripted. Well, then they went with conscripted soldiers. Yeah, they're way cheaper. That's what. Uh, oh yeah, well you get them fully grown. I mean, you got to train them, and the training doesn't always take when you can't genetically engineer your troops. But still, exactly. Man. Ah. Curious here. Yeah, you get a super soldier serum, and then just <laughs> there you go. You don't even don't even need to train them. <laughs> Just like all those uh, super soldiers in Falcon and Winter Soldier, they didn't need training. <laughs> they were just, they just, oh yeah, we're suddenly good at everything. <laughs> oh man, I I'm having a lot of fun, having a lot of fun with everything. Uh, man, there was something I wanted to talk to you about today. I cannot remember Let's what it see. is anymore. Hmm. Not counting. Well, I'm excited for Christmas, I'm excited for Boba Fett, I'm excited for all that stuff. Um, I've been uh, doing some research on more uh, Star Wars ships, listening to things that are wrong with them, uh-huh. and I think I've stumbled upon a design to replace the Resistance bummer from Last Jedi. Really? Yeah. All Trying right. to fix some of the issues that they have with it, that people have with it. Trying to overcome its weaknesses. Uh, I actually even thought about a ship that could pinpoint a hyperspace exit coordinate and to such a degree that they that the bombers could stop right above the dreadnought drop their payload and then exit back to hyperspace Ooh. but I don't think that would quite work either I think that would break a few rules yeah of Star yeah. Wars you have uh, hyperspace exit points and entrance points, and they generally are on the same side of a planet, which is why blockades work. Blockades work because if you stay um, by the hyperspace exit point, then you can block anybody from going to the planet. Sure. Which is, otherwise, it's a planet. You know, you just come from the other side, right? <laughs> yeah. But hyperspace is a little, a little more refined than that. Um, 
another thing that is bugging me about it is they always want to uh, make it like the B B seventeen bomber. Yeah. And there are problems with that. There's a reason George Lucas never did that. Okay. So no one knows basically on this droid to clone cost. Sorry, just to backtrack because I'm yep. super curious. No, let's go for it. From what I can find, which is very little, a battle droid, B1 battle droid, costs $1,800 to make. Okay. A clone costs $342,000 to make. <laughs> because they take nine years to train. So It takes nine years. Okay. So the difference is... How much was so it? $342,897. Uh, I'll make it $343. Okay. Divided by what eighteen hundred? Because that's how much a battle droid costs. Yeah. So, Clones are almost two hundred times more expensive. Which means they can build two hundred battle droids for every one clone. For every no one clone. No wonder. I mean, you can cut that down quite a bit when you think of uh, what a Jedi is worth. But I mean, you get two hundred droids, one hundred ninety droids for every uh, clone. Yeah, if you can imagine one clone shooting at a target versus 190 droids shooting at a target, yeah, I can tell you which one is going to get destroyed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obliterated. Sheesh. But, I mean, you, we see it. How many times do you see, you know, the clone? The one clone is doing amazing. You know, he's taking out a ton of droids, but eventually he just gets yeah, overpowered. Taken off. I mean, how many can you actually destroy Yeah. before... You are eventually only going one person. to get you can only shot shoot one at a time. Yeah, and they have two hundred guns Sheesh. that are shooting at you. Yeah, so that makes sense that they would go back to droids. They're cheaper, easier to manufacture. Yeah, I, I would be droids and legit. I would be down to see that. Yeah, for the final order. Yeah, the first order. Yep. Either one, both. Yeah, they were talking about some form of battle droid. That'd be cool. Um, gosh, man, ah. See this new this new thing I've been listening to has been talking about the sequel trilogy again and just how amazing it I is. didn't know this but <laughs> yep <laughs> I didn't know this but George Lucas's wife actually helped edit the original Star Wars movie hmm. yeah um, she criticized the the prequels and a lot of people say it's because she wasn't there constantly telling George you can't do that George <laughs> um, <laughs> helping clean it up uh, but she was an editor she actually won an academy award for wow. the edit on star wars right um, on and then she really dissed the sequel trilogy did too. she pretty hard yeah she's like they have no idea what they're doing well they eventually came out and said that oh yeah it's not it's know. not even about having a plan it's about just knowing star wars yeah um and she she said that she blamed for the sequel trilogy, she blamed two people. She blamed uh, Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams, the writers behind the sequel trilogy. <laughs> she totally didn't even mention Ryan Johnson, <laughs> who wrote and directed Left She's Death. like, no, he was fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> she just breezed like he wasn't even part of it. <laughs> uh, that that one doesn't exist. No, uh, well, and it doesn't. His no, trilogy's gone. I'd be interested. I know someone. I, I, I think he could sure have done about it. They, good Star Wars. Oh yeah, trilogy on his have. own. He just shouldn't do the Skywalker saga. No, because they weren't his characters. He no. didn't love them. And I was really interested when someone talked about how Ahsoka being saved by Ezra is where our timeline split. So yeah, 
the sequel trilogy that we have is an alternate timeline. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever do that. They probably won't. But it was an interesting thought. And it's because Leia's gone. Yes. Because Carrie Fisher's gone. If she was still around... They might try to do something. They, but would, they would probably try. But Of course, they're getting uh, good enough at that uh, deep fake stuff that... Yeah. No, that wasn't too bad. They brought Tarkin back. And that was years ago. Fine. <laughs> so they could do that it. was fine. Oh, gosh. It was. They uh, brought Leia back, too. If you they remember. did. <laughs> they did. Before she was even gone. And that was a few years ago. So um, John yeah. Favreau said in a couple of years, you won't be able to tell the difference between a deep fake person and a real actor. Yeah, they said that 15 years ago. Was deep fake existing back then? Not deep years fake. ago? Not deep fake, but just technology. The technology's getting better. They talked about that with Jar Jar Binks, how realistic he was. He looked way realistic. He looked pretty darn good. I thought so. Give me that. Um, but anyway, this whole thing that this guy was talking about, he's uh, trashing on stuff. And then I was like, what does he think about The Mandalorian? Because a lot of the complaints he has about the sequel trilogy uh, are things we've heard before and are complaints that people don't have about The Mandalorian. So let's mm. let's see what he thinks. And sure enough, I mean, the guy is super negative. So negative to the point where only half of the episodes of The Mandalorian actually get a positive review. Interesting. <laughs> and not the ones you'd think. Like, huh. he complained in the very first episode of season two that Boba Fett shows up at the end and it's the happiest he's ever been watching The Mandalorian. But he's not coming back. We'll pr- we probably won't even see him until next season. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. uh-huh. and then I listened to his review of the Boba Fett episode. He's like, well, we got Boba Fett back, but there are problems with that. I'm like, what? You literally just complained about how you weren't going to get to see him again. And you got to see him again. You automatically have to like that episode. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, that makes perfect sense. He did mention that stormtroopers need to be more deadly. They need to be more. F- we need to fear them better. We need to fear them more. They need to be not the clunky comic relief no. bad guys. We don't need that. No. We have comic relief. Yeah, we got plenty. We got we got Grogu. We got Mandalorian doing funky stuff. They need, that's why the Death Troopers were so scary in Rogue One. Yeah. Because they hit their target. Exactly. Like, okay, these we, guys are not yeah. dumb. <laughs> They're scary. And, and they've forgotten how good Stormtroopers are supposed to be. Only Imperial Stormtroopers are so precise. Yeah. Obi-Wan told us that in the first movie. The first movie. And These then guys... everybody makes fun of it. But then Leia, after they escaped the Death Star, she says, they let us go. Yeah. I, yeah, it kind of feels it that way. It really could have... Uh... It really does. I mean, they have how many millions of troops on that on the Death Star? And they yeah. ran into a couple dozen? Yeah. I, oh, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, they let them go. I mean, Han ran into quite a few more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he outran them, I, I guess. guess. <laughs> they got called off because, like, no, we're not chasing him. We let need him to go. find the base. We'll have a few guys in his way so that they feel like it was an escape. But we're not going to set off all the alarms. Nope. Which they didn't. If you notice, no alarms going off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then Tarkin says it. I'm taking an awful risk, letting her go. Uh, and I, a lot of people are like, what risk? And I'm like, the risk that they find the tracker, get rid of it, and actually have the Death Star plans and are able to find a weakness and destroy it. 
That's the risk. You gave them actual plans. Yeah. They actually have the plans, guys. Yep, Vader saw them leave with those plans. With the plans, and if they get away and they find the tracker and disable it, you just let your you just let the plans back into the hands of the rebels. Yep. Which that was the great risk. Stops the battle station. Gosh dang it. Man, the original Star Wars is so good. It, it really was. <laughs> but anyway, but, he's yeah, talking about I, going all the way back. This guy's complaining about it, but at the same time, the good things, when he does have something good to say, I always try to pay attention to that because it's like, oh, that means it's exceptionally good, right? Yeah. Because if you have somebody who's negative about literally everything if out they there, say something's but good, then they say something's good, it's like, like whoa, pay attention okay. to that because that's, pretty, that's right. something to watch and uh -huh. listen to. Um, but one thing he said is that the reason why the Mandalorian is working so well, even though it's a nostalgia factory and all this other stuff, is because of one thing that Jon Favreau said and that stuck with him in the making of stuff. Uh -huh. And it was that we wanted to be inspired by the same thing that inspired Star Wars, not be inspired by Star Wars. Mm. So rather than saying, oh, this is Star Wars and we are inspired by it, that's what the sequel trilogy did. They were inspired by X-Wings and TIE Fighters and Y-Wings and B-Wings. But he's like, I want to be inspired by what inspired Star Wars for The Mandalorian. So they went back to what George Lucas talked about. They went back and watched all those the, the old movies and the old World War II stuff with the fighter planes and everything. And they watched the Kurosawa films and all the yeah. other things that inspired George Lucas to make Star Wars. And then said, okay, let's make a story for The Mandalorian. Yeah. And use these as our inspiration. It's like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Genius. Uh, this guy, another guy I listened to that I discovered today, also talks about ships and how stupid they are. <laughs> <laughs> and he rips into everything, everything in Star Wars. Every single ship gets ripped open. Except one. It's the Razor Crest. Interesting. <laughs> he sat down and he went through all the reasons why this is how you design a ship in Star Wars. And how every single part of it had a reason, had a purpose for existing, and existed the way it did. He said the engines are still, you know, way oversized. But <laughs> I'm like, hey dude, I mean, if that's your one complaint, I mean aesthetics. Right. <laughs> I think that ends up pretty good, dude. Yeah. Uh, but then he praised the vertical takeoff vents. Like, this is a place where Star Wars has repulsors. You can just say, oh, it's got repulsors. They didn't do that. No. They added downward vents. It's like, yeah, yeah, they did. Oh, okay, there That's you go. That's pretty cool. It's practical. <laughs> so it was so fun to listen to him talk about that. And, uh, uh, yeah, I discovered these guys talking about different ships and different parts of Star Wars. And I'm like, all right, I'm not just listening to the negative things. Because, I mean, the negative stuff, I, I mean, we can talk about stuff. It'll always like, be there. But it's Star Wars finding things that. that everybody likes. Yeah. Um, who, this guy who didn't like half the episodes of Mandalorian loved the Ahsoka episode. Has never seen Ahsoka ever. Wow. Never seen anything about it. I rewatched anyway, that today. Ooh, this is great. <laughs> he's, he's like, I don't even know who Ahsoka is, but dang, this is awesome. And he said he really didn't like Dave Filoni's first episode of Mandalorian. He didn't like the blurgs and stuff like that. Yeah. But and then he watched this one. He didn't know who directed it because he didn't want to go in with bias. And he saw it at the end and he's like, wait a minute. Oh, 
well, this is what happens when you have somebody who loves the character. Yeah. Especially since they made the character. Uh, he did. <laughs> they yeah, invented he them. Would take great care <laughs> you, for that yeah, character. You do. And he said Rosario Dawson was amazing. Yeah. Like, he he saw her as a Jedi. He's like, this is the Jedi we want and love. He even ripped apart the last episode <laughs> with Luke. Yeah. Praised Luke coming in. Of was course. so fanboying out. And he said, I had a tear in my eye. But I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, oh, come on. <laughs> he said the removing of the helmet for Grogu was, uh, was a little down, was a little notched down because of the previous episode when he took his helmet off in the Imperial. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, he does that for everybody. It's fine. Yeah, I'm like, but he doesn't, though. But he doesn't. Like, that was a huge deal. It was, yeah. it was disgusting. But it led to him being willing to do it. Like, yeah. he couldn't just suddenly take it off for no reason, right? Right. Come on. <laughs> right. Uh, that's great. Sorry. But that was fun. It's uh, interesting you talked about how the... I keep going back to you saying the uh, First Order should have used droids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just... I think of the Dark Troopers. Yeah. Droids. Yep. Short on personality. Formidable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you throw them out... Yeah, that's true. Mr. <laughs> Luke Skywalker... Oh, yeah. You throw them out into the space, <laughs> that's fine. They can survive in space. They just come back. Yeah. That was awesome. When he jests them out, I'm like, yay! Wait, don't they have rockets? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> They're just in space. And it's like proximity alert, and it's like, oh, crap. They oh, all yeah, no, come they made back. their way back on. Uh, the ship was probably traveling when yeah, they, so were they were on it. Traveling. So they got, so they that's had to catch them back a second, up. Yeah. Otherwise, they just hop back on and nothing would happen. Yeah, it right, took them. Exactly. Took them a little bit of time. It's so great. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the droids. That would have been cool. Yeah, I, it, again, it's just more and more and more of what could have been. The what, reason what that I feel like droids uh, would be scarier is they lack that compassion. Yes. Even a stormtrooper. Has a at least some sort of hesitation, some sort of morality yeah. of this is wrong. Finn Droids had that, don't. So. No. And they basically they tried they to make Finn and them. They tried to make them droids. They tried to program them to do exactly what they wanted. A droid would have done that without yes. the training. It's the programming. The the issue with droids though is can you hack it? Can you? You know. Right. Well, they they can't think for themselves. Exactly. So you remove that hesitation that can happen when they go to kill another being but yeah. then you also lose the ingenuity the creativity exactly but I mean, I'd have been a, down to see transfer. it that would have been it would it would have been interesting <sighs> to see <laughs> Why? maybe at one point we'll see it I think we will I think Dave Filoni's building up to it and I hope I really hope that there's going to be somebody out there who has this brilliant idea of another story in Star Wars that can be added to the amazing stories that we're getting and yeah. not replace the sequel trilogy but give us something new that we can have hope in it. I just that's what I need I always say that would be fine and I just need Dave Filoni to explain the sequel trilogy to me yeah he explained the prequels and made them amazing oh my gosh uh, even this guy who ripped the prequel trilogy he keeps going back to how awesome they were yeah, uh, he he talks about the lightsaber fights in the original trilogy, 
and then going into the prequel trilogy, how we get rid of the story fights. Yeah. We, we don't have a father testing his son in Empire Strikes No, you back. have bad guy, good guy, fight. You have, you have a trained Jedi and a trained Sith who are trying to kill each other. Yeah. That is the goal. And for episode one, the fight with Darth Maul, like he even, like he, like everybody. Oh, yeah. It's like, episode one was terrible. What about but, the uh, fight with Darth Maul? Okay, that was Obi-Wan? cool. Uh, well, well, obviously, that's pretty much the greatest thing that's ever happened in the history <laughs> ever. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and he shows, oh man, he's criticizing the fight between uh, Kylo and Rey in episode seven and then the throne room scene in episode eight. And he's like, doesn't doesn't know how to do this. Like, George Lucas got the story fights in the original trilogy, and then he got the the true Jedi fights yeah. in the original, in the prequels, and, and Disney just didn't know what to do with that. Yeah. We, we see lightsabers cross once in episode eight, and it's a flashback <laughs> between Luke and Gunn. And I'm like, I, I didn't, that didn't bug me. That fact didn't bug me at all. Yeah. But I, it would have been fun to see. And he talks about how Qui-Gon, or uh, no, it's um, Obi-Wan and Maul. Their fight, Ewan McGregor and Ray Park. Ray Park, and showed them doing their practices, and how intense they were, and how they were getting every single part of it as perfectly as possible yeah. before they got on screen. And I was just blown away at how amazing that is. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, with Shang Chi, they did a little different. They had the stunt doubles and things like that, and they worked out the choreography first, and then brought them in to just learn it quickly. Right. Whereas in episode one they were developing it they were building the choreography as they were practicing right and, and just watch Ray Park and and Ewan McGregor battling each other and their intensity in the practice yeah and it's like okay this is the coolest thing I've ever seen right <laughs> okay can like I they, just watch that man. can I can I get a a, a pass to Lucasfilm <laughs> just to the practice stage right for 23 years ago <laughs> and just watch them just watch them fight watch them practice and develop it and then tell George tone down Jar Jar just a little bit <laughs> just a little bit Ahmed Best he knows what he's doing maybe we change the voice <laughs> I'm trying to think of what we do I'd love to see a dubbed version of Jar Jar with like a British accent or any other accent maybe <laughs> Australian right uh-huh. See if that made it better. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Would that have been better? Would Maybe. Been, would people have liked him better? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. But uh, Ahmed Best actually said he did not. Uh, this guy was talking about it. Ahmed Best never said that the fans hated him. Huh. He said he faced media backlash. Now we look at it nowadays and think social media. Right. That didn't exist in 1999. No, it didn't. That did not exist. So no. he said media backlash. It was the critics. It was ah. the public figures that would talk on TV shows and other news media that yeah. hated it. My dad watched the original trilogy in theaters, watched episode one, thought Jar Jar was hilarious. He is hilarious. Yeah. And I was a kid, so he was made for me. Yeah. 
And when I watch episode one now, I don't sit there and go, oh my gosh, Jar Jar. I'm like, oh, no, this is fun. Yeah. Like when he, he's like, uh, it's on this way. <laughs> Follow me. And he swings around, his ears flap, and Obi Wan yeah. has to duck. Like, that's funny. When that's Qui Gon catches his tongue. Oh my gosh. That's, my dad loved that. <laughs> he's like, you must have Jedi reflexes. Don't do Don't that do again. That again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch anything. <laughs> and then when he comes back, he's just like, we're leaving. Jar Jar. It's like. Sorry, he was funny. I thought he was And he was great. It was fine. It was. He was People fine. hated it. And I'm like, episode two, the love story stuff. I was a kid and I thought it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> granted. Yeah. Granted that criticism. But, no. I, no, Ahmed Best never said the fans hated him. Interesting. And, uh, <clears throat> and I, I, never, I never hated him as an actor. I went through my I hate Jar Jar period because it was funny. That's what everyone else. It still is. Yeah. It still is funny to say you Jar Jar is silly, but. Yeah, but. I just noticed you got a haircut. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> ditched your mohawk. I did. Ditched your braid. Mohawk. I'm too lazy. Oh yeah. Because I can't it do it myself. Every day. I yeah. just it just ends up I have to wear a hat all day, which is uh, lame. Yeah. So I was like, yep. Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> change topics. I was like, something changed. I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh wait, what? <laughs> Something is different. Something's different. <laughs> different is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I watched the Ahsoka uh, episode today. For Mando, so I was like, you know, I, I need to watch Mando. The last time I watched Mando was when it came out, season two. Yeah, I haven't seen it since. It just is embedded in my and, brain. Well, and that's me. It's like, well, I haven't I memorized. I watch it in my head. I haven't memorized. But, but it's not, though. Exactly, which is why I was you like... remember stuff. I, I watched the Ahsoka episode one time. That first time I saw it, that's the only time I ever saw it. Are you it. kidding me? I'm like... Oh, my gosh. What, what am I doing? So I'm going to watch <laughs> it tomorrow. I'm not going to watch Star Wars. I'll watch Hawkeye because it's coming out. But Thursday, <laughs> I'll watch the Boba Fett because uh, same... I was blown away by that episode. I watched it once. I had the benefit of being able to watch it twice. I would watch it myself and then watch it with the family. Ah, uh, it was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Which uh, I may uh, three times watched it with Tiara when she got. I home. may have seen it twice with uh, Teddy. Now that okay. I think about it. Okay. But yeah. but it was when it came out. Yeah, it was when it came out. Yeah. So I was um, like, I need to watch that again. I was like, I call myself a Star Wars fan, and... <laughs> but it's like you said, yeah. I, I have the episode memorized. Oh yeah, I only you have to see it all once. Your favorite parts. Yeah, it, but when I, when I was a kid watching Lion King, I walked out of there singing the songs. Yeah, first time watching it, and then I go back and you know don't have to watch. I still have them memorized actually. Right, that's sad use of my memory banks. Oh God, I tell you, sad use of memory banks. <laughs> I had a Walkman when I was a kid. Uh huh. One cassette tape. Oh yeah. Pokemon to be a master. Oh my gosh. I have all those songs memorized. Still, (laughs) I can sing all those songs. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. All eight, nine of them, you know? Oh my gosh. There was a side A and a side B. Oh my, my little cassette. And my Walkman was fancy. I could just flip a switch and play it the other way. I didn't have to take it out and move it. I could do it. That is super fancy. You have reverse. Yeah. So I have all those. That's my memory banks. How did you have a Walkman? 
Because seriously, like my dad had a Walkman. I don't know. And I I would listen to it. Yeah. But, like that was pre high school. That was like my middle school. And then when I was in high school, I had a Discman. Oh yeah. I had a Sony Discman. Nice. And it I I have drawings of it because I was like, oh, it'd be cool if this was a hologram projector. <laughs> So I was like cool. design, drawing little hologram projectors of my, out of my discman. That'd be cool. But, no, yeah. So how the heck did you have a Walkman? You're like... Who knows? 30 years younger than me. <laughs> uh, yeah, something like that, I guess. <laughs> something like that. You're in your 30s now? Uh, nope. No, not yet. Not till next year. I am in my 30th year. I always, I always forget how much younger than Teddy you are. Yep. You're three years? Two years? Two and a half. Two and a half years. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, that is really weird to me. I don't know why. Yeah, it's it's out of it's out of what we n- normally might see. Right. Usually a Usually, guy will be older. Yep. Or they'll be right almost the, same the exact age same same year. Same year. Yeah. Born the same year. Uh, Ladima and I are nine months apart. Yeah. From each other, I was born in December. She's in August, but different years. Right. So it's, but but you're close. We're in the same class. Exactly. Um, so it's. Yeah, yeah, it's no. just no, and there's there's really at least it's not a ten year gap like uh, Anakin and Padme. Anakin Padme, like my, she was much older like than him. my cousin. Well, I guess it's more of a... Who got home five. from his mission when his wife was in kindergarten? Yeah, but they're happy. So no, absolutely, and he's a freaking anesthesiologist and make and owned his own home free and clear. Yeah, before he got married. <laughs> yeah. That's legit. Gosh, if my daughter came home with a guy like that, it's like, well, sure. Okay. <laughs> well, he'll yeah. take care of you. Probably take care of me, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which is what I'm looking for. There you go. Awesome. But, yeah, so it's... Oh, that's good stuff. It's good. Oh, okay. well, well, Star Wars. Yeah, Hawkeye will be tomorrow. It'll be fun to watch. I don't know if I'll watch it at work. I've got some other projects that I'm working on and watching it with the family family was fun uh saw it for the first time with the family oh nice home. second episode oh I'll, I'll, I'll watch it work yeah yeah i've got i've got some other homework you've got that ahsoka versus general grievous yeah episode or season seven ahsoka versus grievous that's then, uh, a tough call season seven maul versus grievous Ooh. i don't think maul would fight grievous no he became very calculated. I think he would look at that battle, and if he didn't know 100% that he could win, I don't think he would fight it. So you don't think he would think he could win? Uh, those are my two options. Either he <laughs> fights and wins, or, or he, he doesn't walks fight. away. Okay. He tries a different way. Or just cheats. Straight up. I mean, that is... He was not yeah. above that. No, no, he <laughs> wasn't. He pushed a blind man out an airlock. Yeah. Because he knew he couldn't beat it. So, yeah, he, he's not above um, being a scoundrel. <laughs> no, 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 no. And that was part of the calculated nature of Maul later on. He didn't fight to prove himself. The fight only existed to serve as a means to an end. Yep. He fought the Mandalorians... He fought, uh, oh gosh, Vizsla. Oh, pre-Vizsla? Pre-Vizsla. 
He fought Pre Vizsla to take the throne of Mandalore. Yep. And he knew he could win. Oh, yeah. Um, fighting a Sith is different than fighting a Jedi. It is. Mandalorians are good at fighting a Jedi. Jedi fight. Not fair. so good. Yeah. <laughs> Sith are dirty. They fight dirty. Yeah. And Maul fought. Something else somebody brought up is it was interesting to see Mandalorian getting his butt handed to him constantly in the show. Yeah. Until he got up with Ahsoka, a Jedi. Huh. And then he stood his ground pretty well against her. Yeah. And I was like, that's an interesting point. His weapons are built to fight Jedi. They are. That's why he struggles everywhere else. Uh huh. He is <laughs> built to, fight, built to a Jedi. fight Jedi. Oh my gosh. The guy really irked me too. He said when uh, Mando was in the stormtrooper armor, uh-huh. and, uh, the prisoner, the breakout, the, oh, what's it called? The Believer. The episode of The Believer. Uh-huh. When he's wearing the tanker, the juggernaut outfit, yeah. stormtrooper outfit. The guy's like, oh, well, he's going to have to fight different because he doesn't have his best guard. And he's like, he didn't change at all. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was one of the main points we talked about. Yeah. How his armor kept shattering on stuff. (laughs) And he kept getting hurt because the armor is garbage. Yep. We talked about that. Yeah. And he just blew it off like it was nothing. I'm like, you did not watch this episode, dude. Like, a lot of his nitpicks, I was like, dude. If wait, you just watched it, you would see exactly why that happened, how that happened, yeah, and go, didn't you not oh, see? wait a minute, that's exactly what it's he, supposed he, to do. He did exactly what he would, and he had Beskar armor, and it didn't hold up. No, yeah, he Beskar. lost armor pieces because yeah. he did that. Yep. And he took damage. He got hurt yeah. because of it. Goodness gracious, dude. Oh, brown eyes. Brown eyes. Undercover is brown eyes. Dang, that officer, what a smarmy... <laughs> Although he he did say that uh, Bill Burr in that scene, yeah, with that with the uh, officer, it's like Bill Burr just chewed up the scenery, man. He just he was the main actor there. Yeah, he was he acting was. crap out of that. And you look over in Mandalorian, he's sitting there shaking his head like, "Don't do this, don't do this, don't do this." What he's doing is that was actually non-scripted, and it was Pedro Pascal going, "What are you doing? I'm the star of this show. Stop it, stop it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, yeah, okay." Because <laughs> seriously, Bill Burr's freaking awesome. It's funny. His character. I hope it comes back. Yeah. I'd love to see him in Rangers of the New Republic uh, when they bring back Gina Carano, which they better freaking do. Yeah, we'll see. I, I sure hope so. They, it seems like they've postponed everything that she was supposed to be in. Yep. And because... Yeah, because they're... They, what are you going to do? You're going to recast her? Yeah, they were going to follow... Who were they going to follow? Someone else. Uh, the guy. The, not Dave Filoni. <laughs> the other Him? guy. Him? Yeah, no, I thought guy. it was someone else. Oh, yeah. There's another main character that was going to be the um, rain, the new person that they follow. Oh, I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Just, just bring it back. Just swallow your pride, Disney, and go, oh, we were kind of wrong. We were kind of wrong and kind of mean that we just fired you over social media and didn't, like, you know, yeah. tell you. Maybe maybe we shouldn't have done that. It's but, like, yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I'm reminded, we were talking about Mandalorian. I watched that Ahsoka episode today. It's yeah, like, yeah. dang, she said the quote that I was like, oh, I really like the quote when she asks if Mando will do the test for Grogu. And he's like, maybe he'll listen to you. Like, well, that'll be a first. And she's like, I like firsts. Whether they're good or bad, they're memorable. They're like, memorable. Oh, they're yeah, that's cool. Memorable. Oh, but when she's like, I have seen what such feelings have done to a fully trained Jedi Knight. Oh, like, 
to hear her mention Yoda by name, to hear her mention Anakin. And Anakin is like, oh, that's right. At this point, she knew. Because I was like, oh, wait, she doesn't know that Darth Vader's in. like, no, no, this is post-Empire. She knew who he was. I I think I'm hurting. I'm aching for Star Wars. Uh Uh-huh. Because this time of year, we had Mandalorian. I mean, we're having new episodes. No Star Wars right now. Um, I rewatched Visions. Yeah? With the kids. Yeah. Some of my younger kids hadn't watched it. And I'm like, yeah, you guys, let's watch some of these. They're awesome. (laughs) Of course, I'm skipping the weird ones. Yeah. The kids wanted to watch the twins. That wasn't my favorite. That one was was dumb. I just the fact that they didn't it have any like space helmets and the droid did. Yeah. Like what is happening here? I laughed so hard. I totally forgot about that. And, and then, then it, he, the droid comes out there, and Alina, my nine-year-old, says, "Why does he have a helmet?" <laughs> but like, and I'm when like, he's he's on the X-wing yes. as it goes into hyperspace. I'm like, well, he's dead. Oh yeah, that's what dead. happens. We we saw what happened to Rattar when <clears throat> that happened. He got split. Yeah. Completely decimated. I'm like, oh, wait, he's alive? <clears throat> no. That's not how hyperspace works. That's not how the force works. What are you doing? Stop it. You yeah. Slap him. <laughs> so that one, I was like, all right, whatever. Oh my it was gosh. some Star Wars, so it, I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, it, it is what it is. People are people make weird stuff. They do. They're just given any artistic license they want to take. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I, although I really want to see. I keep seeing... Um, clips of Star Wars big moments animated. I don't know if I showed you. No. no I'll just show sure. it to you. I'll show it to you. Okay. I want to see the, the all of it animated. Like the whole... The all of Star Wars. Series. I want it animated. Like how I'll show you because... Th- yeah. Alright. Well, let's, so let's, quit this, let's quit this thing. I'm going to do some editing on this one for sure because we had some dead moments <laughs> where I tried to fill it and I it's did all not good. succeed. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next week. See ya.